it's your host uh, DJ Funky Nipples and and uh, and I'm Taylor Swift. Taylor can be a boy's name. Yes, you're right. Your t- it was your name beforehand. Well, we were born in the same year, 1989. You know, her eponymous album. Her eponymous album, yes, of eponymous, course. Eponymous, because it's it that's, eponymous. Well, it's a uh, portmanteau of EP and eponymous. Mm-hmm. And anonymous. But it, it's temporal. It's not a Taylor Swift would be the eponymous album. And 1989 is the Temporal Anonymous album. Temporal Anonymous. Temporal Anonymous album. Temporal. An- that is what we're calling. Temporal. It. Amon- temporal Anonymous. Actually, uh, contemporaneous. Contemporaneous. That, there is actually a word for that. You are contemporaneous with Taylor Swift. It is odd to me how she is our age. Uh, yeah, she's 13. She's 30. That's funny. Yeah. And it's funny, believe, all of her eggs are gone. I believe that is your age and mine. Yes. Here we are revealing our ages. Oh no. Now, now they can tell where we're at in terms of cultural sensibility. They'll know that our references are the Simpsons and not Spongebob. Uh, I, I feel that that is a cutoff, though, between uh, my generation my generation and and the the next one is the SpongeBob Simpsons cutoff. Really? Yeah, I find that the young ones, their their main references, their bikini bottom Twitter. Well, as anyone born, you know, before, uh, really, nineteen ninety one was the cutoff. If you were young enough to experience the Simpsons, all of your cultural references come from that. I mean, that could still be the case. But I have now just sort of relinquished all uh, contacts with the outside world that I'm not sure what is culturally current in any way. Um, and in terms of references, what the kids are referencing, I couldn't tell you. I think uh, I think a lot of it is dances. They like to do fun dances, which is good. TikTok dances. Yep. That's a thing. Well, right? also Fortnite dances. Fortnite dances. And it's, all, it's all we're bees now. We're just doing a bunch of dances in order to communicate things to each other. But common drones. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Who are we serving? Who's the queen? Well, Who's the TikTok queen? Mm. <laughs> it's Selena Gomez and her lupus. Wait, is she the one with lupus? She has lupus. And one of them has lupus. I'm dialed into this. <laughs> What I, I I get confused between Selena Gomez and um, freaking who's the not Ariana Grande? I know which one she's the one because she's the one whose ponytail looks painful to me. Yeah, that is a and painful. actually I kind of like her music. That's I'm a... dialed into Ariana Grande. Oh, one more day, let it go, man. Yeah, it's bad, but I kind of like it. Um. Well, that's good. I, I, yeah, the ponytail does look painful. That I agree with. Yeah, uh, very oily ponytail. But that's the that's the brand. What you know? is it oily or is it me. shiny? I think it's shiny. It's both. I mean, she's it's not, nice. She's, she's not putting uh, she's not putting pomade in her ponytail. She's, not she's, putting, she's shellacking her ponytail. <laughs> she's got that slick back ponytail. Well, you're aware of Taylor Swift. Can you sing Taylor Swift songs? Um, 
I like the Taylor Swift songs that are about her ex-boyfriends. Those are the only ones I like. And that's, that's, yeah. No, but those are the, the only... The joke is, is it's all of them. That's the, those are the only ones I like. Those... those <laughs> I, well, it'd be funny if like Taylor Swift just does like... Because uh, Madonna eventually mixed it up and did like Ray of Light, which is about Kabbalah and shit. Uh, so it'd be funny if like Taylor Swift has like a spiritual phase, but she gets like what's the weird esoteric philosophy? She just gets into Scientology. She makes her eh. Scientology album. There's got to be something else out there besides Scientology we haven't heard of yet in terms of crazy religions. I mean, we had that Nexium cult open up in Albany. Um, <laughs> I was I. That's very funny because I was just thinking about that Allison Mack and that guy. What what was his name? Uh, Soriar or Mariar or what was his? I don't know. Oh man! But I know it was Allison Mack from Smallville who was the main Ghislaine Max- Maxwell figure oh, in this in this situation. She was the proprietor of the young women in order to uh, give to this fucking weirdo, and it was all done through fucking multi-level marketing classes where you would do like leadership and shit. Uh, and it also attracted at one point Smallville cast member Kristen Krayuk, but she got out. Hell yeah. She got out when the getting was good, but Allison Mack as, as out, in in accordance with her character on the show, I might add. <laughs> I, I've never seen an episode of Smallville. I just know she was on it. Well, I feel like now during quarantine times, the amount of like different cults that are going to be popping up, we, we don't know now, but I'm predicting a, a large rise in weirdo cults with people that are just trapped up on compounds and we're going to see a lot more of that a lot more coming out hopefully like uh, a second great awakening exactly like who will be the william jennings bryant of quarantine <laughs> times was he the second uh, was he in the second great awakening or am i getting them wrong Okay, so the Great Awakening was that period in the late 1800s in America when everyone went religious and crazy. Yeah, like tent revivals, right? And Yeah, and that was like the period which Mormonism came out of? That I don't know if Mormonism came out of that. No, but it was aided. Mormonism came out of someone's butt. Came out of someone's ass. Whoa. They ripped it out their ass. No, Lehi and Nephi. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Second Great Awakening is going to... Who is William Jennings Bryant? That sounds like a name. Isn't that a just Supreme Court justice? Mm, well, he was involved in uh, American politics. He argued against the evolution case, that big evolution court case in America where they were trying to teach evolution, and he was like, no. Hell yeah. No way did we strong. come from monkeys. He's strong in mind. Um, a very strong mind. Very strong brain. I would love a second grade away. I would love like a new it would be religious. Third. It would be third. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there was like that's what sort of evangelical Christianity uh, in the 80s, like neoconservatism, neocons really paired up with this Jerry Falwell bred evangelism, yep. which was very much crusades and shit very much clash of civilizations we got to kill the muslims because it is our destiny to do so and that was a that was a big motivating factor behind the bushes i feel like people don't understand how nefarious that shit was like they actually believed that they were like bush himself believed he was fighting this fucking holy ordained war and it's crazy that he's friends with ellen <laughs> ellen is also fighting the holy yeah. war 
Well, you know, the Muslims, they don't care for the gays uh, compared to the famously tolerant Christians who uh, very recently have become better. He who controls Jerusalem has a direct line to God, as it, uh, as it, as it is said. As it is said. Who, is, who says that? As it is said. I don't know what that quote is from. I have to add reverb. I have to go back and post and add reverb to that. You will add post and reverb. Well, uh, it's funnier I to think... say you will and then don't. So, uh, obviously, the Bill and Ted take Jerusalem. <laughs> is the next... And that's how Wild Stallions proliferates its message of peace, is they get to the Wailing Wall, and, you know, they do some sort of... Assign some sort of sigil. The Wailing Wall. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, we need to go to the Wailing Wall. <laughs> there are too many Orthodox Jews in the way, Bill. Uh, Willie, <laughs> Willie Nelson shows up. Hey, I thought this was the Wailing Wall. Uh, and he he's <laughs> sheds a single tear for his, his <laughs> departed friend, Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Of course. Of course, all of his friends are dead. I smoke so much weed because all my friends are dead. <laughs> Oh, on the road again, just can't wait to get on the road again. I find love is making music with my friends. Oh, they're all dead. Well, going back to the, the religious revival, I was thinking that with all of this, like, I mean, we're not seeing the hospitals being overrun, but if the hospitals had started being overrun, my prediction was that some of those religious fundamentalists would have tried to, like, start setting up their own alternative, like, hospital system. Yeah, a bunch of like Mother Teresa homes for the homes for the suffering, homes for the wretched in Calcutta, but in like Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that the the evangelists, the evangelical people, kind of already have set up their own hospital system. So, I mean, I get yeah, the laying of hands is in some way a medical treatment. It is a placebo thing. It is it is psychotherapy in a weird way. I mean, their real religion is capitalism, so. In that way, whoa, whoa, dude! And so, in that way, they have already the game is already set. <laughs> Frickin friggin' whoa! Uh, you know who's who's that? Who's that one preacher that's getting a lot of uh, purchase lately? He's got the terrible face. I don't know. Ken Moreland. <laughs> that's I don't know. <laughs> Joel Fingers. Joel Fingers. <laughs> uh, Morgan Oshowitz. <laughs> Kids, my name is Morgan Auschwitz, and I'm here to talk to you about the Lord. <laughs> the Lord giveth, and he taketh away. Specifically, he taketh your dollars, and he giveth to Morgan Auschwitz. <laughs> he could send it to... That, yeah, that's my hustler preacher for my second great revival is Morgan Auschwitz. Can he go? He should be with my superhero character, the Blank Panther. <laughs> he can... It, it, he's the Black Panther because he can fulfill all minority roles given to him. Exactly. He's so you can have the Rainbow Panther for the gay equivalent. The Black Panther. The Black Panther is the is just basically your canvas. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. He's your canvas for whatever, whatever social justice movement you want. Put put it up on the Black Panther's canvas. You and couldn't then, have Yellow Panther though. You'd have to call it the Asian Panther. <laughs> hmm. Isn't or that East Panther? I think don't they don't, shouldn't we go try to get a little more specific in terms Celestial Panther. No. <laughs> I meant in terms of not he's not just the Asian 
Panther. No, but he's he's a uh, blank is you can do you can do everything except for White Panther. Can't have well, are can't there, have any. Are there uh, even... You can have super villains with white in the name. You can have like White Queen. Isn't that a super villain? Uh, sort of. Is Narnia in the MCU yet? Do we have a Narnia uh, crossover? No, I think this is this one called the White Queen. She is psychic. She was played by January Jones. She was played by Winterlicious. <laughs> in the, she was played by Winterlicious Ice Pussy in the <laughs> X Men. Uh, first class movie, Winterlicious Ice Pussy, a.k.a. January Jones, uh, played uh, White Queen, a.k.a. Emma Frost, because these, these names are on the nose. Uh, but the only superhero that I can think of that has white in the name is the White Power Ranger, which everyone, that's an old joke, is he's the White Power Ranger. All right. That's, uh, yeah, couldn't really... Well, that's... She, they didn't really see that coming. I don't want well, to... I don't want to over-explain the joke, but... That's a joke about about racism? Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. Might have to cut that part out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> racism. It reared its ugly head. Let's talk about... Let's switch gears here. Let's talk about Boy Neat's World. Boy... <laughs> Boy Neat's World? Yeah. Uh, as in becoming a neat? Yeah. As in, well, who for those who aren't aware, a neat is a not in education uh, or training or employment or, or employment. Yeah. They're not in employment, education, or training. So just sitting around and yeah, it's the, getting all your all your achievements well, on the PS3. Didn't we mention Hikikomori in the last episode? Hikikomori. Yeah. We talked I mean, about ne- Hikikomori. Neats are Hikikomori, and the Hikikomori are. Um, uh, an interesting class of people. I would definitely highly relate to them at a certain point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I, I have a job. Now I have a job. Disaffected male. Yeah, I, I, I socialize with people. I actually like engaging. Uh, maybe we've all become hikikomori now. Well, then they are, I think, probably pretty frustrated that now everyone is just staying at home. I mean, or everyone who mm-hmm. can is staying at home and still working. And they so, have the lowest carbon footprint on Earth. In some ways, it is them. Do they, it is they who hold the key I mean, for our they, preservation. They probably order everything online. Oh yeah, that's probably pretty bad. No, they just uh, they just only they they go downstairs occasionally to the convenience store where they have all the weird noodle uh, instant noodle dishes <laughs> the, that you can yeah, make. That so they, these these people only eat the instant noodle dishes. Yeah, yeah, that's no. They actually do probably order. I, I don't know where they get their money. Like I don't know where. It, what, what, I guess Hikikomori is what do they play online poker or some shit like that? Well, most of the ones or do they sell. Most of the ones in Japan they... live with their parents. Okay, I don't. In America, it's it's different. I mean, there's plenty of ways to sort of cash out in America and get a lump amount of money and then just disappear from society. That's that can happen. Yeah, I think you could. Like if if the Yang Neat Buck situation was was a thing in America, I think you could actually make because a thousand dollars a week in New York is laughable, but in I don't know even like Columbus, Ohio, well, maybe not Columbus. Well, they're talking a thousand a month, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did I say a week? Yeah. No, that's too much. That's that's, a, that's, that's a, good a good amount. Good amount of money. 
That's an actual amount of money. That's a livable amount. But yeah, you could live wretchedly just only eating instant noodles and living in a sub-basement in Columbus, Ohio on a thousand a month. A, th- a thousand I a think. month is currently what minimum wa- federal minimum wage works out to. Just about. Or like Fort Wayne. That's that's just horrible. That's fucking horrible. Yeah, average rent. Say. Average rent is is probably around six hundred a month. So, and then health insurance is anywhere from like two hundred to four hundred a month. So, just rent and health and health insurance is not enough. It's been obvious I for some time. That's what people. That's what people think people can live on. That's and what in Democrats a think. A lot of parts can of the country, on. they actually can, which is fucked up. Well, I guess, sort of. I mean, they can't live on it. They can live extremely wretchedly. They on can it. go to payday. Lo- they can get their. They can get their like, payday loans, and then owe payday loan people money, and then ruin their credit, and then never, are able to buy a house. Or who wants or advance. to fucking houses are for suckers? That's what, that's well, what we learned in the last recession. Houses are for rubes. Well, that's not <laughs> Gotta make a really yurt. what we learned. Gotta make, that's what we learned is that houses are an unobtainable dream <laughs> and that you shouldn't think about them. Don't think about uh, houses. Just rent from the landed gentry. Well, a big, you can't escape. A big problem is the, is the, the people who are then advocating that everyone live packed like sardines in apartment complexes and that the answer is to get rid of the single family homes. And I'm not down with that. I don't want to live in an apartment building. Wait, what is the argument? Because it's less of a carbon footprint mm-hmm. if you live in an apartment yeah. building. If you live in an apartment building very... and then there's a global pandemic, you're a bit screwed. Yeah, the the close proximity to each other is bad. It would be nice to sort of have your own space or better yet your own housing and there's a large communal green space uh that you could all participate in not unlike animal crossing (laughs) which i've just been playing a lot of uh and it's sold the most ever digital units of a video game and i can see why it is it was released at an extremely opportune time because it's placid uh walden-like escapism is needed during this time of extreme insular fear and uncertainty and being at odds with nature and hating your fellow man because they can infect you. Whereas in Animal Crossing, you just greet your neighbors. Have you seen like, any? Hey. Have you seen or experienced any good quarantine shaming in Toronto? Eh, people are pretty. The only people that quarantine shame are like. Um, the you know the there's a certain type of elderly um angry i don't want to say crazy because that's a slur but it's crazy she's a crazy lady and they're jolly and you know they have they're always walking around with she's cray they're cray ladies Mm -hmm. and they're always walking around with those uh shopping carts filled with indiscriminate stuff and the one in my neighborhood i think there's actually two in my neighborhood they keep ranting like you can't be together. You can't even have your dogs together. They can't touch. You can't have them around. <laughs> you dogs there was one touching. of them outside the uh, grocery store the other day yelling at people for... So, yes, actually, I have seen three, but of all the same type of person. And, uh, hmm. yeah, I haven't seen any other quarantine shaming. I mean, it's... I've heard I haven't about seen, I haven't seen visibly sane people, people who I would ordinarily clock as being all together... 
as descending into madness yet yes. we'll see what happens have you seen any well, quarantine shaming i had a very distraught caller this week and first to give some background i take calls for an auto insurance company basically i work customer service and this one kid he's younger than i am called in he's a graphic designer i'm obviously not going to say his name but he was flipping his shit okay we'll call him hank he was flipping his shit to me and it was very interesting because i it was a very interesting contrast because the previous caller i had was someone who had participated in operation lockdown or sorry operation gridlock in michigan which was when Every Trump supporter got into their car and made a traffic jam in the capital <laughs> of Michigan. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> to protest the, the lockdown. Awesome. And so I had this one lady call in and tell me how crazy it was and how she was part one of 150,000 people. And it was like there was maybe 3,000 people. But then I got at, right after her, it was like whiplash. I got a, a caller who called in and he was like... <laughs> Telling me about how the virus stays on food for up to nine days, and there's no way to disinfect food. And he's a and he's a <laughs> member of the science community because he has friends who are in the science community. And I was like, damn, yeah, that does make you a member of the science community. Damn, <laughs> I do have friends in the science. And so community. I am science. What I well, we're all made of science. What I had to do, I know science as a customer rep- service representative was just basically tacitly agree with both people in a row and it gave me the feel just a total nihilistic feeling because i was listening to one lady telling me it's basically a hoax and that she's trying to you know get the get our darn governor to repeal the the lockdown and then another guy telling like freaking out over the phone and i was just like yep i totally agree with you to both of them Rah, that's hypernormalization. you have entertained simultaneous truths at the same time knowing that both of them are false yeah, well, that's my job now is to just agree with people. And I feel, I don't know, is that bad? Is that good? Should I push back? No, I think, no, that is, it's a customer service job. The value of customer service is the emotional relationship of the customer to the product or service, which is a bizarre thing. But that is, you know, talking, keeping on the Adam Curtis line. That's what old Edward Bernays discovered back in the day back in his pr days he realized that people do have emotional relationships to products and services oftentimes a customer service agent serves as this weird de facto therapist for a person okay. who's freaking out so i am part of the problem because i'm helping I them think <laughs> it, i think you're you're just a you're a weird resource in a in a cruel system that doesn't take care of people and so you become their last resort they're like, oh, I can't get a therapist easily. Better call the auto insurance company. Yep. They're the cl- I pay for this shit anyway. I better harangue this guy. Well, I've been telling all the old lonely people that call in, and they're like, Hello? I haven't been outside of my house in, in two months. Is it still going on? And I have, to, I have to be like, yes, it's still going on. You can call me anytime you want if you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> and then they're like, I was thinking about going to the grocery store, but then my son told me it was too dangerous, but he won't pick up any groceries for me. So I've been <laughs> I've been eating just leftovers I found in the cupboard. Uh, 
It's it's bad. That sounds like it was verbatim. It's <laughs> that's bad. That's like you were doing a call mm-hmm. verbatim. Well, why won't his son buy groceries for him? I mean, because it's a global pandemic. Or a hoax. Yeah, it's true. And it's a global pandemic and a hoax. It, it can be both at the same time. It can be. Um, That's what people fail to realize yeah. is that there are no parallel universes because all universes exist simultaneously on top of one another. Expand your mind. Yeah, you can entertain all truths. That's where Trump's living, you know? Trump's living in the multi-reality. Yeah, he's living know? in a reality where injecting bleach into your lungs is the normal thing to do. <laughs> bleach time! It's bleach time! That's so good. I'm I'm going to miss this presidency, honestly. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to... I don't think that's a controversial statement. Nope. <laughs> what what I'm going to say... Well, because I think a Biden presidency is... It's much more uh, mundane, back-to-basics evil. You know, it's not wacky. It's not wacky racist Hanna-Barbera evil that Donald Trump does. It's not like... I mean, Biden's incompetent, but the machine around him has the ability to get stuff done in a nefarious way. Look how they crushed old Bernard, you know? They, they're they still a powerful enough force to destroy a uh, uh, venerable grassroots movement. And so, you know, if they get in power, what are they going to do? They'll deport people. They're going to, you know, uh, threaten war and commit to more sanctions against iran every so often you know it's the same old song and dance except they're gonna do it with the obama sheen maybe if they can muster a guy that's not biden did you say the obama sheen like yeah the obama sheen like machine or like sheen like uh charlie sheen the glamour like the charlie the charm of obama you don't realize that he's putting kids in cages because he's obama Mm, I love him. He explains things so well to me. You know, that guy... Remember when uh, he fucking murked Osama? I do. And I do remember. the great. He did that You mean the greatest day where in he American said, we murked him? History? It, it was... And people were celebrating because we murked a guy. But that's a pretty funny thing when you think about it is when your leader comes on TV and it's like... This one guy who got us, we got him. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's a wacky we got him. piece of nationalist theater right there. We got him. you stand to think of it, yeah. But because Obama did it, and because he had that uh, staid, measured, lovely way of speaking, it, it seemed boring. It seemed mundane. The extrajudicial ju- killing of a supervillain... Uh, <laughs> So it becomes mundane uh, under a democratic presidency. And that's the ideal. That's what people want to go back to. That's that's MAGA blue. You <laughs> MAGA know. blue. Have you heard MAGA blue? That's my favorite thing. What is that? Oh, it's just it's make America great again. But for Democrats where they just want to go to Obama, where all the bad shit was happening, but they could ignore it because nice man was in office. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I'm just I'm just really liking right now to change the topic how many headlines I'm seeing that make me do a double take. I'm seeing Kim Jong undead. <laughs> He's undead. Is he is he undead? He's undead. Kim Jong undead. The first Kim Jong, Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong undead. Undead. 
Wait, did he die or was that false reporting? Correct. Sure. Hell yeah. Um, and he has some sort of anime girl sister that's gonna become a tanky waifu for everyone. We have oh, the cats are knocking stuff over. I have no idea what the deal yo is. I don't know why people think about North Korea so much. They can't even reach us with their rockets. Uh. Because America has been desperately in search of an enemy as uh, cut and dry evil as the Nazis for 70 years, because that's the way that America can justify itself and its neocon foreign policy. Okay. And North Korea is that guy. Well, actually, you know, I mean, no, like, Hungary is that guy. But well, yeah, the what? The, the, Wait, what's the people in Hungary are the Nazis right now? Oh uh, yeah. Wait, what are they doing? I'm not keeping tabs on Hungary. What you heard about Hungary? Um, and they have a dictator, and he's doing all kinds of stuff. Okay. What's he doing? Today, Who's he killing? Today they announced he... they would not legally recognize trans people. Hell yeah. And then um, due to before that, because of the pandemic, he basically declared martial law and said he could pass laws through the executive and had 100% power and Hungary is a dictatorship. That's some classic dictatorship shit. Mm -hmm. That's some classic Mm -hmm. dictatorship. You know, you gotta, uh, we have Lukashenko in Belarus. I know about that guy. He's been, he's been more of a wacky dictator. Yeah. He's, he's just skate, skating, like skating around being like, I don't see a virus. (laughs) What the virus is there? Look at where we, it's Belarus, white Russia. Yeah. He doesn't. He he literally said he doesn't see one, so he doesn't think it's there. That's, that's all you need to know. Uh, fucking, uh, who else is succumbing to the so Hungary? So what's the name of the Hungarian leader? I don't even know uh, the name Victor of Victor Orban. Okay, Orban. I did know that name. I've heard that name through cultural osmosis, but uh, so uh, he's actual fash. He's pure fash, yep. and he's going uh, a super fash. Big fash. What? Why was he? So he's the most prominent. He's the biggest fashion power. I guess some would argue that Trump is fash, but I feel like he's too disorganized to be true fash. You know, I feel like the fash have an end other than just self-enrichment, whereas like Trump's only motivation really is just self-enrichment. Yeah, I don't think he's got a, a coherent ideology, so I would not call Trump fascist, but I would call him very close to it. He's like a natural at it, you know. Yeah, he, it, I would say just he's comes just to him. Fash capital. The calling the calling the bleach thing a joke is very much what fascists do. Where they say something horrifying and then they're like, "Oh, what? You idiot! I was kidding." They gaslight you. Yeah. They play with your sense of reality. And then, it doesn't matter what anything is. Nothing they can say is stupid because they're always right yep i I was thinking about this like one of the features that umberto echo defines in ur fascism is that everyone becomes the hero in a way so it becomes this society of people like just willing to suicide bomb and sacrifice themselves for the greater good because everyone is in this constant state of giving of themselves to sacrifice for the will of the state and the will of the mission and I think that's ultimately, like, why I don't see, like, the alt-right as, like, a real fascist movement, because I don't think there is any, like, what's the goal? 
It's too nebulous. Like the Nazis exterminate the Jews. Very simple. Exterminate the gypsies, exterminate the Jews. We only wanted, like they had, they had, there was an end, end realm. Islamo-fascist states, same thing. Exterminate everyone but us. Well, I but think alt right. I guess alt right is exterminate everyone uh, but us, but not really because it's sort of like. I think right now they want to deport everyone. That's yeah. not. That's that could that could that could potentially be an immigrant or different. I don't know. It's, it's um, nebulous. It's too nebulous. I think it's. I don't up. see. I think it's very messed up that Trump uh, stopped the immigration. But what can the Muslim ban you're talking no, no, about? No, no, he no because of the he just recent not not the Muslim. Oh, ban. The, the new one. The new total halt to legal immigration, of course, with the exception of the guest worker program, because the conservative yeah, yeah, yeah. the conservative business and farmers started screaming that how are they going to have their farms? Maintain. We need our cheap labor. Yeah, we can't get any of these Brooklyn kids to pick vegetables for minimum wage. So the the immigrants that now he's stopping from coming in are. Uh, I don't really think they're the ones that Republicans get so mad about. No, they're the ones that keep our food cheap, 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 cheap. I don't know. I I think it's probably hurting the the tech companies. I think it's the a lot of the what are those visas called? The H one. Yeah, the ones that the ones where you can get the special guys from India who will program for you, and then you can take credit for all their work. I have a tweet getting some likes on Twitter um, <laughs> right now. Farming those likes. Yeah, I'm extolling drunk driving. I'm just talking about how great drunk driving is. Drunk driving, it's the most efficient form of driving. Go do it right now's the time, folks. You know how like when you're you're thrown from a vehicle and if you're drunk, you're more likely to survive because your body goes limp more naturally? That's what it's like when driving. Because you're more likely to go limp at the wheel, you're more likely to drift and turn and be like super, super boss and efficient. Super boss. Oh, we were talking about the uh, Kim Jong Un's sister. Yeah, I don't think she's a girl. But I don't think she will be the one. If if he were to die, I don't think she would be the one to take power. No, probably not. But everyone on the internet wants it to be so because it would be anime dictator, which everyone wants. Are they still making new anime? Is that happening? They're Who? making it right now. That's who's the guy that the, makes that's anime? what the hikikomori do. It's one who's of the, the jobs guy? they can do. Who's that guy that makes anime? Who is it? What's his name? <laughs> that one guy. Who's uh, that guy? Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Jeffrey Epstein funded all my favorite animes. Because <laughs> he likes seeing 13-year-old girls in peril. Uh... I love anime. I think it's great. It has a very particular tone to it. It's extremely misogynistic in almost all cases, is which it? I like. Damn. Yeah, anime is very anti-woman, I find. Even like the one the animes that are targeted towards women are very anti-woman. And you like that? That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, man. That's fucked up. Sexism is cool. No, it's not. Sexism is the best. I think we should inhabit our natural genderals, our god-given genderals. See, the Yonic Dragon of Chaos 
<laughs> if you if you follow me here, the Yonic Dragon of Chaos last is constantly we, dragging down order, explored time, territory. Last time I tried to Google that, I I accidentally halted the podcast. I accidentally closed the podcast. You tried to Google the Yonic Dragon of Chaos? Where is Jordan Peterson, folks? What's he doing? <coughs> Has he been seen? Has he even been seen or heard? Yeah, he's he's recently did a new great lecture. Oh shit! On religion, he's got some new Petersons out. Oh, he's he's alive. He's alive and well, and he's doing some new Petersons. He's getting riggedy raw with it. It's serious. It's the perfect time for some Petersons. Everyone's stuck indoors, and they have time to listen to humorless two and a half hour lectures about like how Disney characters are are breaking Jungian archetypes. That dude is such a fucking dumbass. I guess so. it's a powerful message, though. I I find that I at first I thought I didn't understand the love of Jordan Peterson, but then I realized throughout this COVID experience that I too fetishized a white-haired daddy, and that man is David Lynch, a, a weird-talking white-hair uh, transcendental meditation daddy, and his name is David Lynch. I love that guy. And he says weird, cryptic stuff all the time. I'm David Lynch. You have to look for it in the alternating current, you He's know? He's just being funny. David Lynch has just got a weird sense of humor. I don't think he has a weird sense of humor. I think he actually, I, I think he sort of halfway believes. He, he believes definitely believes in that transcendental medication shit. Transcendental medication? Transcendental medication. <laughs> acid. It's just acid. Yeah. It's just shrooms. <laughs> yeah, well, you can Not really, broad. This is my transcendental medication. You can really learn a lot about yourself by taking acid and mushrooms. You can. Uh, you can learn a lot about yourself through uh, a course, through a leadership course with the XIVM multi-level market. I mean, they're still a great company, despite the sex cult. <laughs> their their leadership courses are the best. Well, I've never taken psychedelics to learn anything. No. I've taken them to have a good time. I've only taken them to rock out. Yeah, I took them. I used to. Some of the best times rocking out were on psychedelics. Uh, but those days are dead because music mm. is over. Music is gone. Music I no is longer gone. hear music in my soul. Stand up is dead. Well, let's go through yeah. all the, thing, the things that are dead in that and that why it's good that they're dead music it's good uh, that they're dead because music pay, makes people happy and people don't deserve to be happy Cirque de Soleil gone <laughs> oh yep another thing that probably is gone forever is the uh, medieval times restaurant experience and now medieval gone times gone forever never gonna um, have that again we are not going to have uh, any more Waffle House ironing board races. Is Waffle House gonna go under? No, Waffle House is protected. Oh, Waffle, Waffle House, House is, is like the one chain company in America that did have like a year's worth of money saved up in case of an emergency. Because Waffle House is smart. That's pretty tough. Well, Waffle, isn't there some sort of metric? Like, you know how bad a tornado is if Waffle Houses are closing? Because mm -hmm. Waffle Houses are famously, they're open all night, they're there for you. They're yeah. all, they're all your friend is the Waffle House, just glowing in the distance, like a beacon on the horizon 
friendly like the warm bosom of your old school teacher who molested you down on the park bench. <laughs> Waffle House. Down on uh, the park Sitting on a park bench. There are a lot of there are a lot of homeless guys sitting on park benches, aqualunging. If we're going to talk about aqualung, then I'm going to bring up what I wanted to talk about, which is Phil Collins versus Neil Peart. (laughs) Okay. Who one is alive? Right. Yeah, but who is the better? They're both lyricists and drummers. Which one is better? I say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, we got we got to do some pros and cons list. Uh, Neil Peart never wrote. Uh, you mean which is the best one? <laughs> it's the best drum. That that Can't drum beat Phil from do, 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 in the do, air do, tonight. Do, 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 do. Yeah. You're doing like Celine Dion as Phil Collins. <laughs> Uh, uh, who would who would be funny singing in the air tonight? I mean, Celine Dion deciding the world needs for her to cover in the air tonight would be pretty fucking funny. You can do Jordan Peterson doing in the air tonight. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord, he is perfect for. He probably loves Phil Collins. He has that divorce uh, energy that yes. Phil Collins has. That just divorce energy, divorce guy energy. He really likes Phil Collins era Genesis. That's Phil, his like yeah. favorite shit ever. That, that's there's good Genesis with that. I mean Genesis is yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad Genesis. I'm not saying, but that's his favorite shit ever. That's the type of dude. Lamb lies down on Broadway is too cerebral for me. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the raw, untamed energy of a Phil Collins. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with my man Peterson. I think Phil Collins is more alpha. Phil Collins uh, is Neil on Peart. The Lamb Lies Down in Broadway. Yes, he is, but he didn't... It, it, that shit is all Peter Gabriel, because that shit's like the fancy... The fancy fayboy, Peter Gabriel. Mm. Mm, we're Peter Gabriel. But Phil Collins is like, oh, my Phil Collins. Oh, my Phil working class. And I might set songs for the working class. But Peter Gabriel is like, mm, I went to art school. I'm Peter Gabriel. And that was that was the 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 dyad at the center of Genesis, which made them such a compelling and and staying prog rock band. <laughs> oh, they suck. They they don't. They are great. Are they great? I oh, can't remember the I last like, time I listened to Genesis. I like Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. I, I like do, some I other do albums. Too. I listen. Can you to tell them. me where my country lies? I listen to them while working out, or I used to. <laughs> And that was Hell very yeah. funny to listen to Genesis and get ridiculously stoned and then go on the exercise bike. You're taking a journey through, like, one of those uh, Roger Dean artworks that they have on the cover. Did he ever do a Genesis? He was more yes. Oh, well, yeah, that that kind of stuff. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, you know, or, like, just the awesome artwork of the prog rock era, like Tarkus, some sort of gigantic... Land Triceratops tank monster. See, when people say tankies in reference to like Stalin apologists, I always think they th- of the Triceratops monster from Tarkus. Why do they call people who defend Stalin tankies other than idiots? 
uh, tankies is a it's like, no, we must be violent for communism, which is, you know, fair. Might have to be violent for communism. Okay. I think it's pretty fair to say that Stalin was an idiot. Nah, Stalin was, Stalin was, he was the man of steel. I'm a Stalin apologist. Okay, well... <laughs> All right. I'm a Stalin apologist. Go to colleges. That's my Eminem rhymes. Is a Stalin apologist is a good is a good passage for an Eminem rhyme. Yeah. Well, you know, the 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 Stalin apologist people, um, I think, are just trolls. Being troll like. There have to be. Do you, you you could make a halfway decent Lenin apology. Yeah, no, you can. And you can't I'm fine. Really make a halfway decent I'm, Stalin and apology. I'm, I'm actually fine with Lenin apologists. So, but I, that Stalin's a little bit too much because he was doing some crazy secret police shit that didn't need to happen. I, I that's a very funny thing for me is um, during the Lenin period after the Bolsheviks took over, um, uh bisexuality and homosexuality was actually decriminalized and then Stalin immediately recriminalized it which is I mean like it wasn't great for homosexuals in 1920s Russia but it was still better than you know being hunted down by the police all the time but then that swiftly changed that's a that's a fun fact about Lenin Russia is that they they decriminalized homosexuality for the briefest periods well good for Russia <laughs> now now that is that's my pitch of like you do rupaul's drag race the next franchise for rupaul's drag race is rupaul's drag race jamaica there's only one challenge survive rupaul's frack race rupaul's he's fracking yeah that's rupaul's frack race so you heard about rupaul doing hydro fracking yes on his property. Why? I didn't know you were tapped into the... Because I'm tapped into the RuPaul news because yeah, I well, love I've, the and franchise. I've, and I follow you on Twitter, and that's how I see the RuPaul news. Because you okay. like it, and then I see it. Uh, RuPaul's fracking. And in that way, uh, we become one. <laughs> we are the hive mind now. We are hive mind. It's brought us together. We know about RuPaul fracking before the other one. Uh, but it's funny. I could talk about the politics of RuPaul all fucking day. How it's, they should call it RuPaul's neoliberal drag race, if you if you want to talk about it. And they always talk about being political on the show, but it's always in service of this like ultra capitalist vision of gay individual expression. Yeah, you're talking is... about the RuPaul fash pipeline. <laughs> yeah. I think there is the pipeline between fashion and fascism is well noted. Oh, I meant fascism. I mean, yeah, not fashion, <laughs> please. Yeah, no, it is from fashion to fascism because fashion is all about saying that you only look uh, acceptable if you dress in a particular way with a particular arbitrary set of styles. It's all about excluding people for no particular reason except for a subjective aesthetic assessment, which in a way, that's what fascism is about. You create an enemy. You create an aesthetic enemy. But, I mean, RuPaul is doing it in response, I mean, in response to the greater culture doing that to RuPaul uh yes but what happens when you know you get in power and all you know is hurt and so you enforce your hurt will on other like RuPaul is famously very bad on trans issues yeah 
uh, RuPaul at one point said that uh, he would never allow a full out trans woman on the show because uh, drag race is like the Olympics of drag, okay? And being a full biological woman is like uh, doing steroids. I'm sorry, I got a I got a notification. It rang. It ruined I didn't the recording. Hear it. I didn't hear it. Okay, you didn't hear it. Okay. Yeah, but now now head. we're fucked because now you saying, oh, we're going to have to just edit this whole thing. No, okay, that's what people like it. They like the, People like it when you call attention to They like the behind the scenes. We're piercing the veil. You know? This so is how long, the true how long you think, content. How long do you think this whole quarantine thing is going to go on? <laughs> I give it about about two more weeks until people just start saying, fuck it. I don't care. Well, they already opened the beaches in Florida, right? Right. I but I think like en masse, people are going to be like, the weather's getting nice. It's getting real nice out today. So fuck yeah. this. You, think, you only uh, live yeah, once. Summer horniness will definitely make everyone uh, yeah. get a lot of COVID. Twenty twenty is the return of YOLO, but this time it's serious. <laughs> You're going to get a sexually transmitted disease. It's coughing. It's not going to be... Uh, no, you you're going to get you, coughing for love. As long as you don't eat out the ass, you can get, have as much sex as you want and you won't get it, right? It's only through sex transmittable by coughing or ass eating. That's what we got to do. We got uh, to flyer people. We got to get these sex education flyers out. Don't eat ass. Yeah. You'll get coughing. It sucks because that's like the one thing I like to do is just eat ass. Ass, 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 yummer, yummer, yummer. Lick up the gravy. Lick up the gravy. <laughs> yummer, yummer, <Yeah>. yummer, yummer. <laughs> That's me motorboating. Yeah. Well, the governor of Michigan just said, hey, "Hey, the governor of Michigan just said that we're allowed to motorboat again." And one thousand <laughs> Trump actually? supporters. Yeah, one thousand Trump supporters all had the same joke at the same time. Uh, and they all were talking They're about like, when you put your face Aww. between the bunch of, of, of breasts. Yeah. And you go, bruh, 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 bruh. hey, I'm in your boobs. Listen, people are all the same. No one is unique. <laughs> There's about seven True. different kinds of people. Maybe six. They all make the same jokes. We all think the same shit. We're not that different. Why is it so hard to get along? Uh, because I think that is, if we're all not that different, we are all defiantly opposed to our own sameness, right? So that we're all like struggling that. to become individuals at the same time, which is why we suck. Yeah, this whole individualism thing, I don't know. I'm telling you, bro, human instrumentality, end of Evangelion, become a big goo, get all up in your goo together. That's what sex is about. It's lapity more. You die together a little, you know, just a little. You touch, you, you uh, touch the sweet embrace of eternal ecstasy, floating in another realm of uh, pleasure and nothingness. Uh, so you know, I think that's what we're trying to get to. Is uh, so imagine like a uh, universal cosmic, everyone's fucking orgasming at the same time forever. Wild, wild country, sting. Uh, Man, you're uh, starting to sound a little tantric. bit like starting to sound a little bit like the Dudes Rock Cafe. 
Sounds like the description of the Dude's Rock Cafe. Come on down. Everybody's orgasming at the same time. That's the Dude's Rock Cafe. We're here all night listening to some Billy Joel and orgasming for eternity at a cosmic nexus of stratified uh, oneness energy. Let your orgone be present at the Dude's Rock Cafe. Bruce Springsteen. That's that's what we're gonna have. Yeah, until the <laughs> took it took many dudes rights activists to. Get I that live passed. across the street from a dudes rights activist <laughs> place. It's very sad seeing like the people milling about. Wait, out there what's it? What do you mean by that? What do you? What's your? What's the dudes rights activism that you see across the street? <laughs> Stop letting dudes be dudes. You know. <laughs> yeah. People just they're just going around saying, Look, it's the dude police, you know? Well it takes a podcast like House of Decline to really bridge the gap between dudes rock to dudes rights. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we need to start from basic assumptions of natural law exactly. which is dudes rock. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. This we consider these truths to be ineffable. We have to start from the basic constitutional privilege of dudes rock. Yeah, and redefining the terms ex post facto is how fascism creeps in via podcasts. Yeah. All right. By by (laughs) thwarting the ability for dudes to rock, you know, that's where we get incels. Mm -hmm. It's where we get van attacks. That's where we get the alt-right. It's because of dudes not rocking. So how's that R. Kelly trial going? Are they doing that? (laughs) Uh, It's... Is it has it been canceled due to COVID? They're I don't know. They're doing it through Zoom. The Elizabeth Holmes Theranos trial is set for August of this year. I'm wondering how that's going to go because she oh is my, my fucking hero, man. I gotta I tell love you, that lady. She is the best lady in the world. She can. I I want to have that amount of chutzpah. Yeah, I seriously I feel like yeah, stringing a lie along this far still maintain has not broken once has not broken poker face one time and the fucking she should be the president she should be the president she should absolutely be the president i think if you can lie that well she doesn't lie well but she lies consistently and in a which i feel that is the very that is the key to lying really it's like even if it's untruthful and everyone knows it's untruthful just so long as you keep repeating the same story over and over and over again for some reason, we place a lot of purchase and importance on that in language. Well, she shifts the story. I mean, the story does shift. Part of it is making it seem like you're telling the same story, even while shifting along as people accuse you of lying. They bring up, like, hey, this is scientifically impossible. You're trying, what you're saying is basically defying the laws of physics. So being able to work with the punches, you know, it's an art form. Yeah. She is an artist. And I think the actual way for her to get out of it would be to claim something like that. For her to be like, no, this was actually a years-long work of art, art along the lines of Marina Abramovich and Caroline Calloway. Okay? What I am doing... <laughs> with, <laughs> she starts crying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's the greatest. Who the hell is Caroline Calloway again? Isn't she some sort of she's e-girl... A, like a grif- uh, yeah, she's phenom- an e-girl grift... E-girl grift artist, grifter, grift artist, you know. Performance art yeah, opening. Yeah, but I, it's I just think grift artist, it's yeah, not, you're it's right. Good. It's a social experiment. I mean, exactly. What is, everything is basically a social experiment, but in this way, exactly. she, it, 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 this way she can afford an apartment in Manhattan. 
So there you go. Yeah. Good for her. More power to her. Yeah, more power to her, you know. She just had a fucking ghostwriter. Fucking Drake has a fucking ghostwriter. I wish I had a ghostwriter. Shit. If I had a ghostwriter, I'd be so much more prolific with the things that I write. (laughs) I'd be writing so many more things. Dude, I would be writing so much shit if I had a ghostwriter. Because someone else would would be writing it cranking it up i have a stephen king level shit if i had like 10 ghostwriters i would be doing all of that yeah well hey you know what can i say that's why beyonce is so fucking great (laughs) people love beyonce she is i I don't want to alienate any fans so she's very good and good at music and singing and dancing I I love Beyonce. She she is the queen bee. She is the only one for me, and no one shall deny the perfection of Queen Bee. The great revival shall encompass Queen Bee. We shall have Beyonce. She shall deliver us from evil. Her and her husband JZ, they have come from the heavens in order to dispense their wisdom upon us drunken love on the wine of redemption it is Beyonce and Jason and with their daughter Blue Ivy Blue Ivy I can't <laughs> what I they named their I daughter can't. Blue Ivy Blue Ivy Blue Ivy Carter alright well I I Blue is cute Ivy's cute together it sounds a bit strippery though I'm just gonna Ooh. say I'm just gonna say, you young daughter, congratulations, you Epsteiner. Oh my God! Congratulations, you turned her into prime Epstein Bay. Just looking at the news here on Google. <laughs> looking at the Jews. Okay. Yeah, I you can are, say that because you're I allowed am to say that. You're allowed. I can yeah, say that. You can say, and I can say it. One out of every eight things that I say can be something like that because there you go. My grandfather was Jewish. There you go. Sort of. Uh, yes. His mother, my grandfather's mother, was Jewish. There you go. So right? one out of. I I wish that's how it would work. So one like out of every get... eight things that I say can be like something you said. <laughs> But I won't say that because it's mean. And, so mm-hmm. every 128 things Elizabeth Warren says no, can every, be about every one, Native people. No, 1,024th <laughs> things that she says can be about the Native people, specifically <laughs> the Cherokee. I, well, yeah, we were I had just that, by the way, up in our wigwams there. Let me tell you this so that all of, our, all of our three listeners can also hear. Growing up in Texas, in my private school of... I don't know, 300 kids, all white, basically. You'd be amazed how every single one of us had the same fucking story, that we were one 30-second Cherokee. It was, it's insane. It, everyone is told that, and it was started during the Civil War as a way to, like, legitimize the South as being their, you know, legitimize a claim to the land of being there before anyone from, like, the country of America had claim to it's it's yeah you're it's, trying to be white mestizos yeah they're like oh we were no we have a claim to this to this land because we're related to Indians 
because yeah it's just enough to stake your claim but not enough to like really be a minority you know to have to live on the res or anything like that and i i don't think that the knowledge that knowledge was widely disseminated until <laughs> lately like i didn't know like i you know I, I didn't go around saying it thank god but i was a person who was told growing up that i was 132nd cherokee i was told that mm-hmm. i you know from a uh, as a young person i basically believed it i did think it was very fucking weird when i told my friends in school that and they were like oh yeah us too and then I, everyone <laughs> else was like yeah us too I was like, wait, we're all like that? I thought that was like a cool secret thing. No. Nope. But that's like, but that has been part of American culture uh, since the very beginning is sort of stealing, stealing away all the engines and then pretending you are the engines. That's what Boy Scouts was all about. Yep. Uh, and also boy rape. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm so glad that Boy Scouts is bankrupt now. Oh, it's so although, good. Although it is kind of sad because they're bankrupt. Them going bankrupt means that the lawsuits will not be able to happen. Oh, you're right. So that, that does suck. But they can still do personal lawsuits against the uh, many, many pedophile scout masters. Yeah. Um, the Boy Scouts are horrible. I am very glad I never was forced to do that. And I'm sorry for yes. anyone who's listening who thinks they're good. They may have been good for you, but they were bad for a lot of people. I have a very fond memory of bonding with my parents uh, when going uh, into a scouts meeting and seeing the the adult man in shorts and both of us looking at each other, me as a nine-year-old, and going, now this is not for us. We can all agree on this. Yeah, we had an experience like that with a piano teacher. (laughs) Was he wearing very short shorts as well? Well, the piano teacher, he was like, you're going to have to be okay with the fact that I touch your children a lot in ways that may seem inappropriate, but really aren't for reasons that I can explain in this paper that I have for you here. Okay, so he was like trying to say, "I'm just gonna touch your wrists daintily in well, order no, to get you." No, it was like he he immediately started grooming us, and like and, and the yeah. way he works, I'm, I'm I would assume is by just you know he starts he's pretty upfront that he's gonna be grooming you for sexual abuse, and then weeds out the people who can't who aren't down with that pretty immediately. But it was a pedophile piano teacher, and I wish mm. I knew who it was so I could go back and point him out to the CBS Morning News. He is a minor attracted person. Oh, yeah. You were telling me how that that uh, MAPS is an acronym. MAPS. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird. MAPS is their new thing. Or that's like the thing. I don't know what it is. I To me, I think it's like it seems more like a Republican psyop where they just invented a thing where it's like we're going to try and pretend as if pedophiles are going to get legitimized. But there, there was already a pedophile legitimization movement in NAMBLA, so I don't know why they would move to MAPS. NAMBLA I guess also has potentially suspect origins. You're going to hear... It's, like, it's also a PSYOP? Yeah. Well, maybe. You're going to hear a little some beeping. Okay. All right, beeping is over now. The beeping warning <laughs> is finished. <laughs> uh, Frickin', yeah, MAPS. They have their own pride flag, supposedly. The, this was distributed on Twitter, and it got it made the rounds of various cringe websites. And uh, but what's cool about it is that it's used as a cudgel to just uh, uh, discredit the LGBT movement in general. It's just saying, look, they're letting in all sorts now. Clearly, the uh, gays lead to pedophilia. Right. 
Yeah. And so that's why I might be a psyop. But it's I just like the term maps, and I just like the idea of people a genuine effort to try and legitimize this. <laughs> and it also makes me think of the wonderful song by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs called Maps. Ooh. They don't love you like I love you. Is that what that song Wait. is called? They don't love you like I love you. Map. Is that what that <laughs> song is called? They don't love you like I love you. <laughs> what? Is that really what that song is called? It's called Maps. Yeah. It's why by... is it called that? I know why it's called that. Do you know why? I, I, I see. No. I originally liked that song because I thought it was about the actual thing. Maps. I like looking at maps. <laughs> I like making maps. I like staring at maps. I'm a bit of a cartography nerd, and um, so that's what I thought this song was about. I oh, thought you it was poor an ode sweet to maps. soul. Turns out it's a fucking love song because it, it's a it's an acronym for my Angus. Please stay because it's about some piece of dick called Angus that she was attracted to. And then he went away, and she wrote a song called Maps. But now it means minor attracted persons. <laughs> and so the lyrics track. They don't love you like I love you. They really don't. Hmm. Uh, That's unfortunate. I want to go back to the idea of you getting really excited as a young man about the yeah, yeah, yeahs, because you thought finally a band, for me, a, a budding <laughs> cartographer. <laughs> they were the only name one other cartography rock maybe like istanbul and not constantinople is the one other yep, song. yeah that one <laughs> name all, i'm sure there's some cartography rock playlists on uh on fucking spotify on oh, fucking i don't i don't jim bob a, radio I don't internet pay, i don't pay for music no no yeah i don't pay music for is it. free it is now. It, would you pay for the air itself? I certainly wouldn't pay a company to put music on my phone if I can't actually put it on a CD. That's, wait, Spotify does, you can't put stuff on a CD with Spotify? No. Oh my God. You can't burn shit from Spotify onto a CD. You don't own anything. I mean, you. there's a way you could probably do it using piracy techniques. Sort of. <sighs> What you do yeah, is you I record mean, it onto an eight-track player, Daniel Johnston style, and you speed it up. You speed up your recordings. You play a Spotify from your shitty computer speakers and record it uh, with an eight-track player. There, that's how you get it. Yeah. Before I have a, a recollection of doing this, which is kind of an interesting memory, because it was before I had any kind of computer that could download shit. And then the, the Outcast song "Hey Ya" came out, and I really liked that song. But I was worried that I wouldn't ever hear it again because I was like, how am I going to? Okay, right. So this song, this song came out, Hey Ya by Outkast. I didn't know who the fuck they were or, or how I was going to find this song again. So I ran and found my tape recorder and recorded the TV playing it Ooh. so that I could listen to it a little bit and then maybe show someone else so I, I could find it again before the internet uh, no i had a computer with the internet but music like the fact that you had well, a computer yeah, with an internet that didn't mean there was no youtube no this was before you this was like the internet was, was kazaa days mm, if there yeah i didn't have kazaa because what did you have limewire i didn't have my own computer so i couldn't just install stuff uh. onto it I, like my dad had a windows 98 computer 
I would download early Family Guy episodes at like um, uh, the lowest quality imaginable. They were like two pixels and they had like very choppy artifact laden audio. Yeah, that's how I I watch South Park. Yes. I love I love digital artifacts and audio. They give me a warm feeling precisely for that reason. They make me feel nostalgic. Yeah. No, compression and artifacts will be thought of as like um how how we think of records sounding now. Mm. Mhm. It's just got a real warm sound to it, yeah. you know. You know that MP3 just something about it like that those old style formats, you know, the retro MP3 sound, just that compression. Yeah. Just really These new Flugel folders, yeah, they aren't. You know, they just don't have that. They don't have that same shittiness. Well, you know? that's what the fucking Generation C don't understand about music. Okay, <laughs> Generation C. Yeah, C for COVID. That's the new generation. Oh my god, because they were all babies. They were all birthed. Yeah, from all... this crassis. Yeah, it's Generation C for croissant. <laughs> <laughs> French babies. With a They're Frankel. all going to be French yeah, babies. It's a very Francophile generation. What? No. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I, I can't handle that I shit. I wasn't being serious. I can't handle a James Francophile generation. It's not about James Franco. It's all about James Franco. Is that what... That's the second great revival. It's all going to be around James Franco. Free Quebec and James Franco. That's the religion. That's yeah. the new religion we all have. It's these cults of personality will form nation states around James Franco and Beyonce. Not James Franco. He doesn't have any actual purchase, but Beyonce does. Who are like other figures that could lead an X an XIVM cult? Because if like Beyonce wanted to start a legit cult, she could do it. But there's not as much money in that as what she's doing now. Kanye. Um, yeah, apparently, maybe apparently he's already Jer- done so. Jared Leto has started a cult. Jared Leto has started a cult. Which is good. But yeah. not libelous if I just say that. I'm just going to say that confidently. Jared Leto has started a cult, allegedly. He's got culty eyes, you know. He's Everything about that guy screams cult. Well, listen, we can say it because there have been articles published that say that. I'm yes, not just coming is. up with this. You know, we're not going to get Jared Leto, the greatest joker of all time. They're going to use Tom Hanks's blood and start injecting that into everyone in the United States in an effort to turn everyone a little bit more like Tom Hanks, which is great. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We could all stand to be a little bit more like Tom Hanks, and I will do that by injecting his blood into me. And how is that any worse than what the president said, I ask you? We need. That's why we need to do perpetual Tom Hanks clones. <laughs> or wouldn't it be funny if like someone gets their Tom Hanks blood, but cloning Tom they, Hanks they is difficult. Poisoned, you may get they Chet. end up melting. You may get Chet <laughs> Hanks. Oh no, this is Chet blood. Oh, oh no, damn. I'm melting. No, <laughs> sick. This big and Don't it? I'm the Pederastafarian. Chet Hayes. <laughs> but uh, did I tell you about my character, the Pederastafarian? You have before. Yeah, that's my character. It's the better Rastafarian. I was the man that serviced Jeffrey Epstein on Little St. James Island. It is me, the better Rastafarian. You did the, the tours of the island? <laughs> it is the Pederasti tours. You can be a Pederasta when you eat your Pederasta pasta on Little St. James Island, known for its Pomodoro. It's Pomodoro? 
What? Yeah, that's what we call a little girl's asshole. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. 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 My bad. All right, My and bad. that's it. That's all we got time for today. Breaking. <sighs> Signing. All right, sign Breaking off. to Electric Boogaloo. Signing off here. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Yeah, me too.